Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Evening edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Joe coming at us from deep underground in a hidden bunker (laughs) under the brick and steel of a nondescript building. He's out in the world. Welcome, Joe. Um, not not yet. I'm not in those places yet, but we should probably tell everyone that next week is going to be a pretty touch and go for me to be on the show. Um, so I'm going to, I am going to be in a very indescript place next week. And um, I'll have more for you when I surface, but Max, well, I'll try to get some recordings over to you um, after we know what's happening. But uh, next week I will be, I'll be incognito for about a week. Yeah, I wasn't actually even referring to that. That was just that was just the intro from the Mark Levin <laughs> show. That's what that's what they usually say when he comes on. Um, but yeah, you will be out next week, probably pretty much the whole week. Um, so if we can have you, I on, need some. I need some massive prayers next week. Massive prayers from our groups, please. Next week's going to be uh, a little crazy. Um, is Rumble working? Guys, people are saying Rumble isn't working. So let's go ahead and check working. that out. It is? Okay. People yeah, are saying it wasn't. Good. Okay. It's good. Well, we have a lot to talk about today. We talked a little bit on the tail end of this morning's episode. Joe, I've been spending, I've had a pretty exciting day. Around lunchtime, I got to experience what it feels like to be in the race to get your child signed up for preschool. My goodness, is that competitive? I showed up with my really? wife at lunch just just to look at a preschool, and you ever get that? You ever you know that feeling when you think you're doing something for, just for fun and everyone around you is competing? You, you know that yeah. feeling when, when you think like, oh, this oh, is yeah. just a this is a pickup <laughs> game, and they're actually te- keeping score. That's what it felt like today, because we're just like, oh yeah, we'll check out we'll check out this preschool. Oh, this is really nice. And at the end, they say, oh, by the way, there's only two spots left, and it's a race to get home to get your checkbook because they don't take credit cards. Yeah, no, very, very strange experience. I always used to make fun of people who were running around to preschools, getting them to take their kids. No more. Yeah. It was, uh, I've never experienced anything like it. A woman came in after me and didn't get a spot. That's how, that's how weird it was. But when I wasn't engaging in the underground, like, like (laughs) trying to purchase a spot into a preschool, I was calling these Republican senators offices, Joe, trying to figure out where were they? Because yesterday was a big vote. And of course, no one wanted to tell me. They, they're giving me, oh, you're not a constituent. I, I said, I don't care. I, I want to know where he was. So, oh, well, we don't know where he was. We don't know where, you don't know where your senator was? That seems a little strange. Did you record any of those calls? You should have recorded no, Tell me you recorded I, I didn't. I, I, I oh, thought I was just going to get Max, a, I thought I was doing? just going to get. Oh. I know. I know. I thought I was just going to get a voicemail, but someone actually picked up. I wasn't prepared. Um. No, so I have had to like try and piece together. I feel like a little like, like where in the world it's Carmen San Diego, but it's actually where in the world are these Republican traders and they are all over the world. That's the crazy bit of this. Yeah, so I've are. tried to piece together exactly where they were for everyone who didn't watch the morning part. There was a vote yesterday on a continuing resolution to fund the federal government for another three weeks. There was an amendment introduced by Mike Lee and others like Ted Cruz helped that would have defunded all of the vaccine mandates. That amendment failed by two votes. And there were four Republicans who didn't show up. Those Republicans are, we'll show you again if we put up my screen, Lindsey Graham, Mitt Romney, Richard Burr, and Jim Inhofe. The four Republican senators who just decide not to show up. So I've tried to piece together, Joe, where they were, it really does feel like where in the world is Carmen San Diego. So we can take this down. Uh, let, let's start with the low hanging fruit first. 
image number one, Lindsey Graham was in Israel. He was in Israel rubbing shoulders with the United States ambassador to Israel. If we put up image one, you can see that picture, that tweet. Had to do a little bit of digging to find this stuff. He was in Israel. He also met in Israel with the Ukraine's um, ambassador. Do we have that image, guys? There we go. There he is. He's in Israel. So you might you might think very okay, tall he gets man. a pass. Very tall. Yes. Well, Lindsey Graham is a very short little bitch. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> I have no love for these people today because they they single handed they quadruple handedly ensure that the vaccine mandates stay in effect. So he, he's think okay, he's overseas. He's doing this foreign policy work. Joe, he knew about this for a long time. Yeah, but they don't care, Max. This is the thing that we we continually talk about on the show is that the rhinos are no different than the radical left, and and they they're they're two peas of the same pod. There's two two wings of the same bird. They could care less what we as people need. They don't care less. They could care less. And if and if they actually cared about us, we we wouldn't be in the in the position we're in um, across the country. They would have done something about the election fraud. It wouldn't have to be you know just citizens off the off the street that are digging into the massive amounts of fraud that exists across the country. So, I mean, if you're expecting anything different by electing the uh, establishment on either side, you're, you're just not going to get anything different. You're, you're just not. So he knew back in Jan back in like December, they knew he needed to be in Washington, DC for this vote today. He knew it. He cared so little about this issue that he deliberately planned a foreign trip. So he wouldn't be here. I mean, he could have gone next week. He could have gone last week. Members of Congress are in their districts all of next week. They're not in Washington next week. So that seems like a perfect time to go on your trip. Now you when remember back in 2017, he did this to Trump as well. They had a vote. You remember that? So that's his, that's his go-to. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go ahead and disappear. And um, you yeah. guys are going to have to go on and do it without me. But here's the deal. Even with him gone... It still, still could have passed. Yeah. They still could have gotten it done. Joe, where do you think Jim Inhofe went? Inhofe, Inhofe, where do you think he went? If, um, if, I, if I thought Graham maybe he went. Is in Israel. Where do you I, think he went? I, I think maybe he went up to visit the truckers and show his support for solidarity for the people in, uh, in uh, Canada. That didn't no. happen? No. Ah, man. If I told you know what you, I thought he, I think he was doing? Wait, hold on. I think I know what I was doing. What? I know what he was doing. I got Give me three it. guesses. Truckers? No, he had two more guesses. All right, all right. I think that he was working on election fraud and uncovering the FBI and the CIA's influence in the election machines going back decades. Is that it? Is that what he's doing? No, no. One more guess. Ah, oh, crap. Was he betraying the American people by not showing up for a vote? Maybe just hanging out and eating lunch at a a restaurant he, somewhere in Florida, the free free state he, of our of our nation. He, he was not eating a lunch in Florida. If we put up image number three, Jim Inhofe, uh, he was at Oklahoma's ninth largest city to celebrate the signing of a municipal water storage contract. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll that's pause why for he missed it. That, that's that, that's why he missed it. He was there this morning, so he had to leave to make sure he got to Oklahoma's ninth largest city, which no disrespect for Oklahoma. Actually, you know what? I am going to disrespect Oklahoma a little bit. Your Texas is hat. It's okay. Lovely people uh, can't stand your senator. Um, he left to make sure he got to Oklahoma's ninth largest city in time to, for this morning's signing of a municipal water storage contract. Listen, Joe, this All is right. important stuff. Stuff. Guys, do me a favor, Mr. Producer. Go ahead and put up the phone number so people can call in and get their get their uh, opinions on this. Eight 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 four four one 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 two one. Oklahoma. Yeah, if you're Oklahoma. in Oklahoma, definitely call us. Tell us what you think of your of your uh, budding senator, aka Texas is hot. Um, eight 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 four four one 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 two one. Yeah, he's there to celebrate Joe the signing of a municipal water storage contract in Oklahoma's ninth largest city. And ninth largest city, they have like 51,000 people. So it, it's not even like it's, it's like people. a mega. It is a lot of people, but it's not like it's a mega metropolis. It's not like it's <laughs> meeting with the New York City Public Works to make sure that all the boroughs of New York City got their water storage. Now, basically a large town, a, a large, a large town 
just got water storage and he was there to make sure he cut the ribbon. That's why he had to be there. Wow. Not voting so I'm, to stop I'm curious. We, 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 water storage. We got through the one, we got through the one trader um, on the Rhino side. I'm really curious. I mean, based on what you just told me, Romney must have been, you know, parachuting out of an airplane. What, what do we, what, we, what is he doing? Romney is one of the guys <laughs> I can't track down where he went. Ah, you got to be kidding me. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, this is one of the votes earlier in the day. This was the cloture vote to get through to the main bill. If we put up my screen. So the way it works in the Senate is you vote on whether you want to hold a vote. And if you want to vote, you have to have 60 votes. That's closer. It's the filibuster. We know that he voted because he's not one of the five who didn't vote. So we know Mitt Romney was in the United States Senate at or around 1259 p.m. yesterday. What he did immediately afterwards, I can't figure out. So if anyone happened to be on one of those planes, and got a picture of little mittens, cozy little mittens, mittens. flying back to Utah. <laughs> we we want to know. I think he just went home. I think he went home. I think he went home. I mean, how do you vote on cloture? Did you say, yeah, did I, you think, call? I think we should debate the bill and then abandon. Oh, they wouldn't pick up. That's the one that wouldn't pick up at all. Uh, I think of course they, they would. Overwhelmed. I mean, why would he? Why, why would he pick up? But that's where he we, we didn't know where he was. Maybe he was on a helicopter. I, Possible. He could have been. Maybe he flew back by helicopter, which is a very artificially imposed segue into our sponsor, Air Med Care Network. If you listen, we've been saying this for over a year. Air Med Care Network provides excellent coverage to protect you and your loved ones should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. This is not something you think about. It's really serious stuff. And you don't have to be falling off the side of the mountain or getting lost in the desert. Lots of people in the suburbs and even the cities need to be airlifted to hospitals just because the traffic's so bad they can't get there by any way. And just like health insurance isn't going to want to cover the cost of your ambulance, they're also not going to want to cover the cost of your air medical transport. Air Med Care Network exists to fill that gap. Here's the deal. It costs $85. That gets you coverage for one year for you, your spouse, and your children as long as they all live under one roof. It's less per year if you're a senior citizen, and it's less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. And as a bonus, when you use the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily, and then use promo code daily, they're going to give you up to $50 back. It's free money. So again, go to airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. I don't think Mitt Romney was actually on a helicopter. I think he flew commercial coach. I think he, I think he flew like budget coach. I think he was on one of those Ryanair experimental flights where they have you stand up and they don't even give you a seat. That's how I hope he flew home. Um, I hope I hope I hope he was flying back to Utah and he was in the bathroom and they hit a little turbulence and he got a little messy. That's my hope for Mitt Romney. But we don't know where he is. We presume he's somewhere in Utah. I was trying to call his office all day. They would pick up. Just send it right to voicemail. Right to voicemail. Um, we do know though he was in D.C at around 1 p.m. yesterday, skipped town and left before 6 p.m. So we don't know where he was. We also don't really know where Richard Burr was. <laughs> we don't know. Richard Burr was last seen when he was confirming Joe Biden's FDA nominee. So right before he stabbed us in the back, he also stabbed us in the back. But I don't believe he's sick. I think he's just a rhino. I think he's just a rhino. He doesn't care. I presume he's somewhere in North Carolina. If anyone has his whereabouts, I feel I feel like this is a like. Have you seen this child? Now, have you seen this spineless Republican? Please call in eight 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 four four one 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 two if you help us find his whereabouts. But seriously, call in. I want to know what you guys think of this. Republicans had all the power to stop this. Every, all the power. If they show up and vote, yes, the vaccine mandates are done. And as I said earlier, there were there was real consequences, Joe, today because over 600 Marines were kicked out of the Marines for not getting the vaccine. Well, the good, because if it pops off and we end up going kinetic against the traitors of our nation, it'd be good to have them on our side. Just saying. Yeah. It should, it it's really, it's, it's, dishear it's disheartening that, you know, we, t we talked this morning 
And I know that you were working on uh, gathering information on this, but we talked this morning to the mortician. I was on a weasel hunt. I mean, (laughs) and you only found one. You only found one. No, I found two. I found two. Kinda. Kinda. Mitt Romney's definitely, no, no, no. I I told you that Lindsey Graham was in Israel and Inhofe was at the the rollout of a nine of the ninth largest city in Oklahoma's municipal storage contract. <laughs> yeah. Well, Those while are the two I can find. pushing down mandates on the American people. This is, this is nuts. Absolutely nuts. And, and, and so what look, should happen to these people? Well, if you want to know what I think that should happen to them, I think that they should be kicked to the curb. I think at some point we should walk in, literally walk their stuff outside and tell everyone they're fired. And we should do it all the way down from the judiciary all the way down. The Constitution is very clear. It's actually not a lot. Of, it's not a very long document. We've actually enhanced the laws of our nation to make them almost draconian, where the oppression, the oppression is just unbelievably felt by the American people. And you, you've heard me say this, and I, and I keep repeating myself, and people say, Joe, you've said that before. I'm going to continue to say it because people are waking up at different rates. But 52 cents on every dollar goes to the government. Every time they go to expand a road, they expand it with a, a toll road to take even more money from you. You don't own your house. You don't own your car. And they just continually push down on us. And the bills in Congress, the bills that you see happen at the state houses, those are all bills that are put in front of them by big pharma and lobbyist groups. Those aren't things that help the American people or help the community. There, there, there's no bills left that, that comes in where somebody says, hey, you know what? I want to stand up for the American people. It never happens that way. And so we're stuck in this kind of quandary of trying to figure out how do we get out of this and how do we how do we protect ourselves as a nation while recognizing uh, the people that are in office don't care about anything but themselves. It's a it's a it's a lust for power and money like I've never seen before. I mean, it, actually, I have seen it because I've been there, but it, it is it's something that we have to find a way to take. And the only way to do it is to cut out the government, basically to say we're done and just stop. I mean, you see what happens up in Canada where they're stopping. We just need to stop and then watch all the pieces Jim just fall down. Jim Imhoff is 87 years old. Yeah. 87 years old. He has promised that he intends to retire in 2027 when his term is done. So don't worry, guys. Jim Inhofe has swore Be 91 that he will years not old. run for re-election when he is 91, 92 years old. Don't worry. He promises. I mean, how do you – that's another conversation. Like, why is he still in office when he's 87? Like, why are we still letting people serve into their 90s? Well, the, I, I, I know why. He, I, yeah. I, 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 I fully know why. Because they have to cover their tracks. And if they leave, somebody else comes in, it causes a lot of pain. The, the devil they know is better than the devil they don't know. And they're basically rubbing each other's backs. That thirst for power and authority does not go away when you get into the the golden age of, hey, let's go retire. No, no, it's it's an, it's it's this thirst that's unquenchable. It really well, is sick. The, the good news is that the people, the people of, what's the, was that? Put up, put up Im, that image again, Mr. Producer. I wanna make sure I don't get, image three. I wanna make sure I don't get the city wrong. Talk about the unquenchable thirst. Don't worry, the city of Enid has clean water now. So they will be able to drink. That's, I guess, the silver lining in all of this. We do have our first caller. If you want to call in, 888-441-1121. We have Tiana on the phone, wants to talk about the military mandates that these four Republican spineless cowards just decided to allow to stay in effect. So we welcome Tiana on to the show. Welcome, Tiana. Are you there? Tiana, can you hear us? Tiana. Yes, I can. Welcome to the show. Um, you're talking, you want to talk about the military mandates. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so I had a, first off, I want to say I love you guys and everything that you guys do. Um, I was Thank supposed you. to call in last week or the week before when you guys had the open line Fridays about a situation that happened with me at Fort Stewart when Army Community Hospital. Um, I'm currently 24 weeks pregnant and I have not had a single doctor's appointment because they refuse to let me in there over a mask. I am medically exempt. My therapist has written it off that I can't wear a face mask. 
and they have continuously denied any prenatal care at all. It got so bad to the point where the last time I went up there, I was detained and put in the back of a cop car and told that I was protesting and inciting violence for not wearing a mask. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. What? What? Hello? I, oh my goodness. So wait, hold on a second. Are you in the Hello? military? Is your husband in the military? Yeah. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Can you still hear us? Um, now I can. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, All right. So, so are you in the military or is your husband in the military? Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah, can you hear can me? You not, can you not hear Joe? I can't hear Joe. Okay, so Ms. Producer, figure out on the board, making sure that bus is going to her. What Joe just asked is, are you in Are you in the military or is your husband in the military? Uh, my husband is in the military. When all of this was brought to his commander's attention, the first thing that they basically told him to do was to pretty much shut me up. You know, just leave it alone. What? There's nothing that I can do. I'm just going to have uh. to roll with the punches. Now, I had to deal with the same thing when I was pregnant with my daughter, and they wouldn't even let my husband come back there. The only compromise that they can come up with is now my husband can come back and have the appointment, but I still have to wear the mask, still have to throw myself into panic, all of that, over a mask mandate that doesn't, it doesn't do anything. You know, I've, I've contacted Medoc, I've contacted the IG, I've tried to get a hold of governors. I've, I've tried to do everything that I can do physically just to get an appointment for my baby. What state are you in? No, can you, she can't can hear, you hear Joe guys. yet? She still can't hear. What, what state are you in? No, I, Zach, I'm in Georgia. This. In Georgia. That's, that's incredible. So they're just going to, what, what happens if you go into labor? Um, like what's the, what's their plan point, for that? I'm, I'm fully prepared to deliver this baby at home. I know it's going to be hell, <laughs> but I mean, this is my third one. They're supposed to come out fast. I'm not trying to make a joke out of it, but they're supposed to come out fast the third time around. And <laughs> if I have to deliver at home at this point, I mean, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Can Can you hear me? Now I uh, now I can. You keep breaking in and out. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, you should tell so, that to my wife, Tiana, and try and convince her to let us have a third. I'm sure that would convince her that it would be a fast process. <laughs> have, have you thought about, I mean, obviously you, you have the, the military hospitals at, at your disposal. Have, have you thought about maybe going to a different hospital that doesn't have these requirements or do they all have them? This is, this is the great question that I always get asked. I can't get a referral to any single hospital until I go in to go get lab work done to confirm that I'm pregnant. But oh they won't God. let me get lab work done unless I come in with a mask. And it's just this never-ending cycle of, well, you can't come in unless you have a mask. Okay, can you refer me to someone who can give me a pregnancy test? Well, we can't do that. You have to get a pregnancy test here. Like, That's insane. Okay, all right, so, so hold on a second. I mean, wait, wait, stop. Hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out. What would happen if you went to a, if you went to a hospital outside the network, would they not cover that visit? They won't cover it. So what about going to an outside, what about going to an outside uh, uh, and getting the pregnancy test and then forwarding that information over? Then they would have proof that you were pregnant and then they could do a referral outside. It has to be at their lab. Would they let you wear like a face shield? <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of ways like a face shield, like maybe one of those masks that are made out of wedding veils that don't really work, but they, they look like you're wearing a mask. Have you looked at any other ways to try and get in there without completely complying? So I have, but I have, so I have PTSD. Um, I, I freak the absolute hell out over something covering my face. And that's because of some things that have happened in my past. It's very traumatic. Um, 
I'm not, I'm not trying to sound like one of those like triggered people, yeah. but it's, I end up having panic attacks to the point where I pass out and I, I can't catch myself. Now, if my husband wow. can't go with me to these appointments and nobody catches me, I hurt myself and my baby. And my baby's safety is more important than some stupid mask mandate that don't do anything for anybody. So the system is and when I've asked them, Pretty much. And when I've asked them, you know, can you show me the federal mandate, like the actual from the president mandate that says, you know, you can deny someone health care for not wearing a mask. It's just this pretty colorful piece of paper that says this is the general's policy. So because the general feels this way, we have to follow this. And he says, because it's federal, it's a federal mandate that there's no way around it. But when you ask them for an actual federal mandate copy, they pussyfoot around it. Sorry. Couple of suggestions. Couple of suggestions. People in the comment section are saying that you could get a midwife. They also are saying that if you happen to be traveling, your coverage should cover out of network. So if you were to be traveling and all of a sudden need to just say, oh, I, I have a little tinge in my belly. I got to go get checked out. You could go to an out of network hospital and they would have to cover it because you were traveling. Have you looked at anything like that? Have you looked at getting a midwife? Um, Not necessarily. I've kind of just been trying to do the whole meditate thing, you know, learn how to bear down. Um, just all the things that basically a woman was able to do before all these doctors and recommendations came in, you know, uh, the, the only thing I keep saying in my head is that we as women have been doing this for centuries. And if my older generation of family can do it, you know, I can too. Well, I got to tell you, um, now, now, now you have the, uh, transgenders that say that they're, they can have kids now. I don't know how you feel about that. Hey, mm-hmm. I don't want to turn this into a not family show. So um, the only thing I'm going to say is that people don't have children. Women do. Okay. People don't. That's right. Women. That is a That's right. woman thing. And anyone who disagrees, it. honestly, a cactus will not do you justice. Oh, my gosh. I had to have a little one bit com- of a One, one, one commenter in the comment section said you should wear a full burqa and see if that gets you in. I bet you it would get you in. If you just wore a full burqa on, um, I, I, I want to. <laughs> but then I, I would be culturally appropriating, and then I would. Yeah, be yeah, oh, yeah. No. yeah. that's even worse. Doing that again. That's even worse. <laughs> so Tiana, but no, I, I have. Yes. When you see that you were this close to getting rid of so many of these mandates, but there were four Republicans who skipped town and didn't show up to the vote, how does that make you feel? As a, a as a pregnant mother who's trying to get in to have to get uh, care for your unborn child, what comes across your My mind son when you to see that? Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, he learned a few. I was uh, not merciful with my words at a TV. I'll say that much. When you guys came on this morning and you had said that, ooh, it was. I was. I'm, yeah. I'm hurt. So let me- <laughs> Let me let me ask you a question. How does your husband feel about all this? I mean, how is he? He's stuck in the middle. I mean, he's fighting obviously to protect our nation. How does he feel about everything that he's up against right now in the military? At this point, he's it's rough for him because if he goes against anything that they say, you know, it's it's a UCMJ, it's an Article Fifteen, it's a demotion of rank, yeah. it's all of these things that they can hold over his head to make his life miserable. And that's the last thing that I want to do, obviously. I know him being in the Army is stressful enough. But to deal with the fact that, you know, because we point out the fact, hey, these you're breaking federal laws. Like, you're breaking U.S. constitutional laws. You, you are breaking all of these things, and you're supposed to uphold the oath that you took before you got shipped off to even go do basic training. And none of them seem to care about the oath that they took. And to me, that is so disheartening the army is supposed to be for the people not the government's political puppet they've turned yeah. into cowards and now my well, and i think it's getting deal with it and you know how many years has he been in 
He's been in for six years. Okay. And is it, was so he, is, is, he, is, he is, is it, is he re-upping? Yeah, he is. He's only doing it year by year for now oh, um, okay. to kind of see how it plays out. But he, the, the, he wanted to make a career out of this. And, uh, you know, current potatoes in office is just trying to make a damn sure job that our boys aren't safe. Potatoes. That's the way I So you, you almost got me there. I didn't expect it. <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tiana, I, I want to thank you so much for calling in. It's heartbreaking this is happening to you. I would look. I would tell you to look through some of the comment section because people have been giving you advice for how to how to manipulate the system to get seen in other areas to make sure that you can get your your care. I would also recommend, highly recommend that you consider going to. Um, there are different pro life pregnancy centers around the country, and they will they will see you. No questions asked. They will be able to do an ultrasound to tell you how far along the baby is. Um, to, to it, maybe in some cases tell you the baby's gender, see if there's anything wrong that might need a doctor's attention. So I would recommend in the meantime, try and find one of these pro-life pregnancy centers near you in Georgia and see if you can get in there. Usually they take walk-ins just so you can at least get some of that care without having to wait on the hospitals okay. and the, and, and the VA and everything, the, the military hospitals to do the right thing. That would be my recommendation for you. Yeah, I was just, I mean, at this point, I'm far enough along, at least, um, sorry if this is a little bit TMI, but period tracker-wise, you know, I'm far enough along where I can know what the gender of my baby is, and I still know nothing. I'm really good at guessing, but... <clears throat> yeah. Well, I do well, wish well, you, we out... do wish you all the best. Yeah. Wish you the best. Thank and check you. out one of those pro-life centers, because they can get you early intervention if you need it, if the baby might need some extra help. They can, and they can also write referrals. So check them out. They're usually free. Um, thank you so much, Tiana, for calling in. Really do appreciate it. Best of luck for you and your husband. Yeah, God bless Absolutely. you and your kids. God bless. That is heartbreaking. Yeah. Joe. So I want to, I, I, it's not just heartbreaking. It's, it's the norm, right? The people are just a big fat number. And, you know, you, you, we, we talk about this a lot, Max. We talk about the fact that they can do and act with impunity. And that's just not the case. A vast majority of the people in this country do not support these just crazy, just chaotic um, ideologies that these radical leftists are putting in front of us. And, and, and I don't even know how they come up with it being just normal. I, I just don't. I don't. I'm still trying to figure out, wrap my head around the fact that in 2020, they said that there were aliens and that you can't copulate with aliens. And somehow still we forgot all about that. I am because I'm trying to figure if, out. If where I it asked went. you, right? if I asked you to name I'm the a, number one news story from last year, it would be that the, you can't mate with the aliens. I, no, I mean, look, it's what, what's crazy to me is that what's happening doesn't make sense, and so I just look at it and go, well, maybe there's something we're not seeing. Maybe there's something we're not paying attention to. Um, maybe there's, you know, the stars aligned and another. Yeah. universe opened up in the middle of this one and just let crazy people out and they just crawled inside of people's bodies. You know, the, the laser, the, the, the lizard people thing is not that hard to believe given how crazy our society is. It, it doesn't, yeah. it, it's not, it's not meshing. It's not meshing. Uh, did well, you do see have another this? Caller. Uh, well, let's bring him on, but I want to, you know, get maybe his feedback depending on what he wants to talk about. And that article sure. that I put inside the Slack. Her? Nancy. I said Mark. Yeah, it's a Nancy. Says Mark. Oh, I, Mark. So it's Mark Nancy, off. not Mark. Nancy on. Okay. Nancy, Nancy. welcome Nancy. to the show. All right. How you doing, Nancy? Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Hi. Max. I just wanted to hey. point out that um, our our side, the conservative side, we always uh, fight using the rule of law. We fight using the Constitution. But the radicals, they don't do that. They use rules for radicals. So we don't play the same games that they do. That, that's why I think we're always on the losing end of it, because they fight by a different law. Their constitution is rules for radicals. We try right. to do things legally. We try to do it using the constitution and the laws that we already have established. But we seem to always be on the losing end because of it. 
And when we got our own senators who can't even show up for a vote, we need to come up with a system or a plan to put them people on um, blast, even if we have to pay for billboards in their own states to to show the people, this senator failed you, and this is why. And we need to start shaming these people into doing their job. Well, Nancy, yeah, so one, the of the problem is, is one, one of the rules in Rules for Radical, real quick, one, that Saul Linsky wrote, one of the rules is that you should make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. So when we talk about how the Republicans don't play dirty like the Democrats, that's because one of the things that Democrats do is they try and shame Republicans while simultaneously getting in the mud themselves. Go ahead, Joe. No, I was actually going to bring that up. Is that... Go ahead, Nancy. We don't seem to, to ever win an argument. We got senators and congressmen who fail us daily, and they walk away scot-free because we do nothing. We just say, shame on you, you should have been there, and then it's over with. But we need to put, make them think, oh, gee, now I've got to go back to South Carolina, and my um, picture's going to be all over some billboard letting my constituents know how I bailed on them instead of showing up for a vote. We need to put some shame to these people. And, uh, and we always want to use the, the rule of, of law that we already have established, and we want to use the Constitution to fight our battles. But they never do that. They fight the dirtiest way. You remember uh, Eric Holderman's, uh, we kick them when they're down. We, yeah. we kick them. Remember his little famous when they thing? Go low. When they go low, we kick them. Yeah. But we never do that. But we never win. We never win. We're, we, we're a bunch of fluffs is what we are. We're fluffs because we haven't learned to target our enemy the way, you know, they're, uh, part of their rules for radicals, isolate your enemy and target in on yeah. them. We don't do that. And, you know, yeah. we're to the yeah, point so- we're about to lose our country. And if we don't start getting a backbone about us and do something different, we're not even going to have a country ever to defend. Yeah. So what's what's really interesting about the rules for radicals is that the um, you know number six is a good tactic is one your your people enjoy, right? So get them to keep coming back to do more. So keep doing things to actually hurt people around you, and the the idea that they have to live up to their own rule book. Nancy, I believe we throw the rule book out. I believe we throw it out. We, get, we just get down to, you know, begging God for forgiveness and saying, look, we're going to get in the trenches right now. We're going to pick up the stones and we're going to basically knock over all the Goliath. And, and we haven't learned to do that because we've let them create a system where we're always scratching our heads like, hey, they're the ones burning down buildings. They're the ones that are killing people indiscriminately. They're the ones that are robbing and looting and doing all these things. And, and we're not doing anything about it. Like we, we can't live our lives that way. That's not how we live. But if we learn to if we learn to compartmentalize what we do and say right up front, listen, we're we're gonna we're we're gonna pray for forgiveness after this is done, then we actually kick their teeth in. If we actually said that, we would see the left react differently because then they're like, uh oh, they threw the rule book out. And once we realize that the rule book has already been that the constitution has already been nullified and we're really living in a lawless society then we, we start actually holding them accountable and, and pushing out consequences. The rules change at that point. Then they'll start to say, hey, listen, time out. I don't want to go through this. No, no, no. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Because we're not dealing with a strong group of people. We're, we're de- dealing with very weak people. And so we just have to we just punch them, 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 and keep hammering on them. And if we do that, well, I, I tell you, it won't be very long right. until we actually take them over. Yeah. But, but I agree the with is, you. I, I think we just we're playing too nice, Joe. We don't have time to keep playing nice. And I understand. No, we don't want to be the violent party. I understand all that. But what? What? Are, they're going to use the violence on us, and they have William been. Wallace. William Wallace. Remember William Wallace? Remember the story of William Wallace? No, refresh my mind. Bra- it's Braveheart, the movie Braveheart. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. He, he did not want so, to go to war. He did not want to go to war. He, he said to himself, I, I don't want this, right? I just want to raise my family. Then they killed his wife. And once uh-huh. they killed his wife, 
He just decided that, hey, listen, freedom was something worth dying for. And, and I say it all the time. We have got to get to that place where we recognize that we're, we're over. We, we have a church, by the way. They held a, a deal, and, and there's an Antifa member who's a, a journalist for an Antifa um, a, a TV station who, by the way, murdered a man in cold blood last year. We talked about this yesterday. But or day before yesterday, when but that happened. He, so, so they went and actually called the church and said, I can't believe you're having someone that is or having an event with someone that said that he wanted to hang the secretary of state, even though that's never been happened, that's never happened. Right. So we actually right. met with a lawyer today and the lawyer said, show me the data. I showed it to the lawyer and the lawyer goes, oh, oh, they're in big trouble. And now they've changed some of their writing to say suggested. They suggested that they wanted to hang the secretary of state, which was never what happened. Right. And they came out and did all these things. So they're just going to lie. And we've got to be able to come back at them and say, all right, if you want to lie, meet me in the middle of the street. Meet me in the middle of the street. But the problem with us is that we it's not just that we play by our, our rules is that we don't have any spine. We don't have any courage. We hide behind the idea that we don't want to be called out. We don't want to be embarrassed. Well, I'd rather be called out and be embarrassed than to do, to lose everything because it, it's more, I mean, we're not going to have a family life. We're not going to have a, a churches to go to because it'll be a matter of time before they shut those down. I mean, we always cave. Oh, yeah. We always give in, and I'm done with it. And I'm an older woman, and I'm ready to strap on my gun. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm yeah. just yeah. fed up. Just fed up. I can't hardly take it anymore. I get so sick of being constantly let down, constantly let down. Well, I tell you, we're really close to the flipping the tables uh, moment, and and I'm the flip the tables moment. I'm 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 pushing for us to get out there and get in the gap and stand together and do things to basically take our country back from these communist pieces of trash. So, I mean, everyone doesn't like the fact that I say that, but. Frankly, I've just had enough. I've seen too much suffering that's happened. And we have a million Americans that have died because of these COVID restrictions. A million knew that ivermectin worked and they still did things to hurt us as Americans, right? So you know what? Screw them. Screw screw all these leaders that don't stand for us, these, these feckless cowards. I, I, at some point, we've got to be able to make the decision to say, all right, we've had enough. Come for us. Yeah, yeah I agree 100%. Yeah, I agree 100%. I'm I'm just tired of the way it's been. We just can't keep going on like this. We won't have anything to save unless we do something. Time's up. Time's up. Time's up. Well, thank you so much for calling and Thank in you answer. for your really time. Hey, God thank bless you. God bless. You. Yeah, people are getting fed up. You know when the grandmothers are saying that I'm 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 getting ready to strap to strap up and go out in the streets. You know that it's hit a point of no return, and that's not saying, I mean, like, like the grandmothers, they've they've seen what this country used to be. They've lived yeah. through the, the trials and the tribulations. They know what it's like to be in a truly racist country, right? To be to live in a country where you were discriminated against on the basis of your skin, and to see these leftists say that we're there again now, when it's obviously not true, right? To hear liberals say that that it is just as bad as the 1960s race in America. It's just not true in any way, shape, or form. You can see why people get so frustrated. Um, we're got, we have one more caller. I want to read the ad first. This podcast is sponsored by Enerforce, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. you got to head over there. It's a great Patriot-owned company. Hard to come by these days, but they do two things. First of all, they have really kick-ass apparel, different shirts, t-shirts, sweatshirts, mystery boxes, including the, the Free Our People t-shirts, which we built in collaboration with them to help the January 6th prisoners. But you got to head over there and check out all the different kinds of conservative t-shirts that right there, the Free Our People shirt. Here's how it works. When you purchase a shirt like that, yes, some of the proceeds do go to helping the January 6th prisoners so they can get legal uh, representation so they can pay to fly family members out to see them because many of them haven't seen their parents in over a year, their family members in over a year. So not only do you get 
a kick-ass shirt. Not only do you support the January 6th prisoners, but you also get entered into the running to win that Ford F-150 with a gooseneck trailer and a Can-Am Maverick, plus $20,000 in cold, hard cash. Every dollar you spend gives you five entries to win. And as a bonus, when you use promo code CD21CharlieDelta21, you're going to get a thousand bonus entries to win this sweet setup. It's a no-brainer. So head on over to Enerforce, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com, enter to win. And, uh, and support the January 6th prisoners. Full disclosure, no purchase or payment is necessary to enter or, or win, and making a <coughs> purchase or payment will not increase your likelihood of winning. We have another caller on the line. We have Mark on the line. Let's bring Mark on. Mark, welcome. Hey, guys. Can you hey, hear Mark. me? Yeah. Hey, Where uh, are you calling from? Well, you know, wow, I want to say, you know, I'm your, one of your greatest fans. I appreciate what you guys are doing. Uh, uh, you know, I'm calling ma- mainly to uh, discuss the, uh, uh, you know, the military gal with the issues with getting the care that she needs. You know, that just, as a military member myself and my son in the, in the Navy uh, uh, as a current, you know, you know, it's just, it just destroys, destroys my, you know, my, my love for this country when, when our government doesn't even take care of their own that is fighting for the freedom you know, that, you know, that we love. And, uh, you know, well, imagine, I, I, imagine being my deployed. Question, my question, imagine, imagine being yeah. deployed and being told that don't worry, your wife is being taken care of. Your wife is with child, but don't worry, she has the best medical care in the world. And then realizing that, oh, no, that's not actually the case. I don't know if her husband was deployed. I don't think he was. But that's part of the deal, right? You sign up for the military. And your family gets taken care of in, in many ways, shapes, or, or forms. Whether it's the whether it's the medical care or it's all the different um, army wives coming together and, and doing meal trains for things. There's expectation that there's going to be some support back home when you have to do what you have to do. I can't imagine what it would right. feel like it, to learn that that isn't the case. You know, when I joined the military, you know, we had three three meals a day. You know, and uh, and uniforms were you know, were provided for. And I just found out from my son in the Navy that he actually is actually paying out of his paycheck, you know, for his meals now on base and also has to pay for his uniforms. And I'm like, what the heck happened? You know? And not only that, did, did Biden kill the, the plan that Trump had our greatest president ever? Did he kill that plan where our veterans and their and their families can go out and and get medical attention on the outside of the public forum. I don't I don't understand what's going on in this country anymore. So Biden has not only killed the dollar menu, he's also apparently killed the chow line. They're paying for their meals. I know officers have traditionally had to pay for their meals, but you're saying that enlisted men now have to pay for their own meals in the army, pay for their rations? Exactly. My my son told me that he's paying up to three hundred and some dollars a month out of his out of his uh, minimal salary to pay for his you know meals on base. And when I when I joined up in nineteen eighty, you know all that stuff was all that was provided, all the basic essentials, uh, uniforms, uh, yeah. uh, meals, uh, essential living. Things like that, you know. If you wanted to live off base, they gave you, uh, you know, uh, base base. Uh, what do they call BAQ, which is uh, mm-hmm. base allowance Baser. orders and things yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in this country anymore. We, you know, we got these these gentlemen and 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 wonderful gals that are fighting for the freedom of this country, and we're. It's like they're being penalized for doing that, and then it's just it's just it just disgusts me. It absolutely disgusting. Is your son married? No, he's not. He, oh. <laughs> luckily, he's I'm not. Tr- there I'm trying yet. to think of how uh, he's only 21. <laughs> I'm just trying he's to only figure out how old, he could be denied so the ration allowance. That that's exactly what he told me. He said he's actually paying for his meals, uh, but he's he's he is living on base. So he's not paying for that. But what I'm saying is he's actually paying for his meals. When I went back, That's when crazy. I joined up, everything was provided. Yeah. Now he's being basically penalized for fighting for freedom. Uh, I don't, I don't, and and in fairness, in fairness, 
there would have been there would have been riots if you guys had to pay for the some of the slop that the military used to serve. <laughs> hey, you know, actually, some some places I did have some good meals, but for the most part, yeah, you're yeah. you're saying slop. How that's, how much how much acceptable. would you pay for creamed beef? How much would you pay for creamed beef? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I would. <laughs> I think I'd go to Taco Bell or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, imagine, imagine being in a foxhole and opening an MRE and getting a notification on your phone that that five dollars has been deducted from your account. I mean, that that's the crazy kind of thing that they're getting towards. I mean, yeah, that's come on. outrageous. Come on. Yeah, that's, that's outrageous. You know, and I, and, I well, and, so, and, and it just it just really made me upset when I heard that gal on there saying that she was denied uh, prenatal care because she couldn't, you know, because she, she she was she she didn't wear a mask. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is just insane. Absolutely when wife, insane. When my wife gave birth to our second son last uh, in, in 2020. In, in October of 2020, she had to wear a mask during delivery. And it was so stupid. She had an oxygen mask on with an out valve and they put the mask over the oxygen mask, but it wasn't covering the out valve. So it was doing nothing. It was just for show. And it was so dumb, so right. stupid. Out of all the people who should not be forced to wear a mask, out of all the people who should not be presumed to be killing other people, it should be the women who are trying to bring life into the world. I think that if we're going to exactly. set aside some people who shouldn't be presumed to be deadly contagious, it should be those women. I think that'd be fair. I agree. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. What, and uh, what do you think about the gutless Republicans on your kids? Oh, on the what? what do you think about the gutless, the gutless Republicans who skipped town and didn't show up to vote oh, and, I and allowed? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, the only word that comes into mind is gallows. <laughs> Yeah. No. You know, listen, these you, guys, you, these guys are, these guys are not representing the their constituents. They're representing themselves. They're representing the lobbyists that fund what they, what they, you know, whatever, whatever makes them the most money. And it, you know, it goes with the stock market. You know, all this stuff about the stock market. You know, the, and anybody within the public, public, uh, I, I believe that is in the public, you know, making. Uh, decisions on any financial situations or anything like that should not be allowed to in, engage in those type of forums, you know, yeah. because they're getting inside information, which they're saying they're not, but of course we know different. Oh, they are. You know? do, you, do you know who has one of the biggest returns on the stock market in Congress? Who outpaces uh, the S&P 500? No. Pelosi's no, not I even the top uh, five. The top well, five are I all Republicans. So, I believe it's one of the Republicans, yes, and I can't remember recall his name, but I did see it, see it on uh, one of yeah. the forums, and Crenshaw. I wasn't surprised because they're all a bunch. Yeah, and and I'm, you know, I'm a proud Texan, you know, of this wonderful country of Texas, and um, and and that's one guy I did totally despise right now because he's he's totally stabbed his constituents in the back, and I, that's the way I look at it. And yeah. if anybody votes for this guy, I don't, you know, yeah, he's a Navy SEAL veteran and all that stuff. But you know what? Somebody bought him off. And, you know, the way I look at it is about 90% of our government's butt bought off anyway. So it doesn't really matter. You know, the, all the we need to do as Americans is, is the way, way, way I look at it as Americans, we need to vote for people that, that don't have any background in you know, let's let's just get regular business guys and, and you know, regular uh, guys that work for a living, you know, run for office. And, you know, they're not looking to profit from this wonderful country that we have, but to help promote the freedom, you know, that Americans want. And that's 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 what we should have. You know, you shouldn't have be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever to, to be a congressman or a senator you know you should you should just have the love for this country and love for your constituents yeah. and and go from there that's the way i, the way I see it the way i see it if you're a disabled navy seal that might be enough to get you to congress but it's not enough to keep you there 
at some point you have no. to be judged on the merits of what you've actually accomplished. And being a disabled Navy SEAL is not good enough to be reelected. It might be good enough to have us give you a shot, but it's not good enough to be reelected. Go ahead, Joe. Mark, I want to I want to put something up because I think it's important, and I keep talking about it, and I've tried to take the the high road, and I've and I've and I'm and I'm, I'm past the oh, point of being terrible. angry, but um, I'm going to show you a picture today of what they did to peaceful protesters up in Canada. A woman. Um, they literally trampled her with a horse. Uh, Mr. Producer, go ahead and put this picture up, Mark, if you can see it. Um, I don't, I don't, Unfortunately, I'm on see the this. phone. I can't see it, but, it, but I, I'll, it, I'll review it, it later. If you, if you just search online, trampled protester Canada, you can see it. There's video. Um, you can clearly see. Um, actually, if you go ahead, you can put my screen up. I have the video with no sound. You can see what the cop, what the police are doing. Um, they're literally just barging right through the crowd. And eventually someone falls over. This woman falls over, man falls over, and they get trampled. That's just ridiculous. All over honking. And Yeah, that's 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 what even makes it more more ridiculous is you know, it's over somebody honking their horn. Like that one gentleman that got arrested that old gentleman that got arrested for honking his horn in, in, you know, in support for the convoy. I mean, that, that, that is just sure dictatorship in, in action. And it's, we need to, we as Americans, Canadians in all different countries, we need to fight back against this tyrannical, uh, uh, you know, aggression. It's just, it's, it just, it just boggles my mind. You know, I, I thought this was over when, when Hitler was toppled over and it, and it saddens me to see that our country is slowly, I say slowly, but I think it's actually moving a little faster than that into, into communism. And it's, and it's very, very disheartening, you know, it is. and, it is. and thankfully this, this country is still armed. Thank God for the second amendment. Yeah. Well, we're still armed, I, I, I'm, but I'm we're still playing for, by the I'm, rules. I'm thankful for our forefathers that that had the, the the foresight to see that we needed free speech, and I mean free speech, not not suppressed, and also the the ability to uh, to arm ourselves against a tyrannical government. And I'm glad they saw that. Yeah, it's very true. Well, Mark, I want to thank you so much for calling in. Um, have a great weekend, and God bless. Totally yeah, awesome. God bless you both. I uh, appreciate you guys. You guys are doing a great job. Keep it up. Thanks. Thanks. So, so Max, it's been, uh, you know, the more I sit here and the more I study, I finally decided I was going to dig into because I couldn't figure out, you know, why do they attack individuals and let others just kind of walk with impunity? And and they do so because they get a lot, they're allowed to. They, they're allowed to um, have the bullhorn. They're allowed to terrorize the community. Um, so, you know, at some point we've got to decide that we're, we're willing to put it all on double green zeros and stop them. And so that's, the, that I think is the, the focal point for me going in into the summertime is that how do we, how do we make sure that we protect our own and stop playing by the rules? So if they come out and want to do something to people in the community, um, the police have to make a decision on who they protect. Antifa decides they want to have another summer. We're going to have a summer, but we're going to kick their teeth in, right? So we're not playing by their their rules anymore. And and frankly, I'm not calling for violence. And I'm going to say this over and over and over again. I hope that the radical media puts us out there. But I'm having conversations with people every day, and the more that they continue to do this thing and say, "Oh, you know, how is it? How is it? You know, living your faith by saying that someone should be hung for treason." Well, if you commit treason, you should be hung. It's actually in our constitution. I didn't say that I wanted to hang anyone. I want consequences for bad behavior. I want consequences for the communists and the, and the pieces of trash out there that are destroying our community and going after our kids. And so we're, we're, we're gonna press hard every single day to justify to people to get in the gap, stand together, get rid of this stuff. And I don't care if you're a rhino and you're just closely aligned with the radical left, we've had enough. They've taken enough from us, Max. 
They've taken enough from us. They take, they take our, our children, they take our homes, they take everything from us. And frankly, we've just got to have enough. We just got to basically say, all right, we're finished. People want to know, people want to know how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. I feel like we've, we've done enough. We've given enough. We're only for them to give it to, to illegal immigrants coming across the border or give it to people who don't want to, 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 to hold a job or that want to walk in and, and act as if the world should be handed to them. We're not slaves, but we're treated like slaves. And so at some point we've got to stand up and say, we've had enough. So that's where we are. Yeah. And I want to share this. I just saw this a little while ago. Um, this is heartbreaking. They've actually now quantified the damage that the lockdowns have done against our children. I didn't think it would be quantifiable. The CDC has quantified it. If we put up my screen, they have changed the expectation for how quickly a child should learn their 50 first words. It used to be they were expected to know 50 words at 24 months. Because of the pandemic, the lockdowns, the masking, they have now pushed that back six months. So it's now quantifiable. The lockdowns have stolen six months of childhood development from our kids. I mean, I, I got to tell you, man, I'm, I'm over it, Max. I'm over it. And, and my kids are grown. I mean, how could you be a my parent kid, today and not stand up therapy. for your children? My kid's in speech therapy because of this crap. Because he hasn't been as, as exposed to other kids for the last two years. This is, they, they've done unmet. I thought it was immeasurable, but apparently they, they put a number on it. Six months. Six months behind. It's shameful. Well, we're out of time. We are. It was a good if you week. Like the podcast, it was it was a good week. It's an infuriating week, but the bad news, the stuff that makes you angry, should light a fire in your belly, and get you out there fighting harder than ever. There's no time to to sulk. There's no time to be sad over those so, four traders. So, and we we have a program, by the way. I want everybody to know you can actually become a volunteer. We have two programs that we're running side by side right now at FEC United. The first of which is four by four, we go into neighborhoods and drop collateral on what we're doing with FEC United. We're gonna go out just basically, we're gonna, we're gonna go out just to every neighborhood. We're gonna make sure that there's four people there in every neighborhood passing out uh, pamphlets about what they're doing. We're gonna pass out the rules for radicals so people understand what's happening in the media. We're gonna educate people, but we need four volunteers for every community. We're gonna do it three to five hours. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, depending on the state you're in. And the second thing is, is that we're looking for people to make phone calls and we're going to phone call, you know, door to door, number to number. We're going to get all the, the list of knowing who people are and organizations. We're going to ask those people to stand together. We're going to, we're going to set up a couple of rules. Number one, one person that actually travels with that group of four people, if they get uh, approached by anyone that's a radical and they try to become violent, we're going to put them down. So it's not even going to be a conversation. It's going to be a, hey, step away. We have a right to do this. And at that point, if they decide they want to be violent, um, the, the, the gloves come off. We're, we're finished, Max. I think the people in the country are finished. And I think we're going to get out there. They want to take away so yeah, They want to do all these things to, to cancel people. No problem. We'll walk door to door and do this 1776 way. Right. We'll walk door to door and we will become the the William Wallace's of our of our states and of our countries. And we will, you know, we'll find the people because I know they're out there. I know that 80 million people voted for Trump because they were tired of this. And if we can get everyone together and stand together as one, we could break these chains pretty quickly. And you know what? We, we are going to do some stuff like stand in front of uh, uh, news places and, and uh, protest them. Right. Because they're trash. And all they do is lie. So it's time that we take those rules, those rules for radicals, and we radically change how we actually play by the rules. We don't play by the rules. We don't need to play by the rules at all. We 100% can re restate the, the rules and we cannot, we'll never become the very thing we're fighting against. We'll bring it back to God after it's all said and done with. But right now, the gloves have to come off. The gloves have to come yeah. off and we have to realize that they're destroying our children. Above everything else, they're destroying our children. Yeah. Well, we are out of time. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Ever you can find us, all the audio editions, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Check us out there if you can. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or MacBook, 
please do subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review so we can climb up in those rankings. We go live 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So tune in for that. And if you need a little reminder, you can text the word FREEDOM to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system, which will tell you what we're talking about and then how, when, and where you can watch. That's going to be it for this edition. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. Remember, the fight to take back the country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. Have a great weekend, everyone.